Hello and welcome to Gibraltar's Stories. I'm Lindsay Weston. This week, some of the many visitors who come to Gibraltar are the focus of the episode, both humans and the feathered variety. Each spring and autumn, Gibraltar is on the route for migratory birds, either heading north from sub-Saharan Africa to spend the summer months in Europe to breed, or going back down south from the northern hemisphere to overwinter in the warmer temperatures of Africa. Because of Gibraltar's geographical location at one of the narrowest points on the Strait of Gibraltar, and because of the height of the rock, birds are able to use the thermals to fly across the narrow stretch of water separating this part of southern Europe from the African continent. Every year, volunteer bird ringers travel to Gibraltar to help monitor bird numbers, track the routes taken by the birds and give an overall picture of the birds' welfare. This information is then passed on to other bodies who keep track of bird species worldwide. The volunteers travel to Gibraltar at their own expense from the UK, many of which work within wildlife conservation in Britain and spend their holidays here catching birds in mist nets before cataloguing their weight, health and identities, then releasing them back into the wild to continue their journeys, as well as monitoring the larger birds of prey which fly in the skies above the rock. The base for all of this activity is the Gibraltar Ornithological and Natural History Society's Field Centre at Jews Gate in the Upper Rock Nature Reserve. I went along to one of the morning ringing sessions in spring last year. So I'm Luke, uh, I've been coming out here uh, for about sort of seven or eight years, uh, every April, so usually the first week of April. Um, it's kind of the, the, the peak time for the, the most variety of birds. So one of the best things by coming out here is that we see things that we don't catch in Britain and get to ring there. So yeah, April's a great month. Yeah, and it's, it brings me out to Gibraltar every year, which is great. But you actually pay to come out here and volunteer, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah, absolutely. It was only a small charge and it all goes towards uh, goes towards Gons out here, the society. Um, it's a, So it's quite a nice, you know, the money's got in the right place. Um, but yeah, we, uh, yeah, we fly out of our own accord. And you've got every intention of coming back then? Oh yeah, every year, without fail, without fail. See what's in the bag. It is a pretty one. Yeah. A nice melodious warbler. Like a lemon colour, isn't it? So we put the little tiny ring on its leg. It's got a little, it's got a unique number on it. So effectively we're giving this bird a name, aren't we? So we're calling this one ALA4602. Not very catchy, but... I'm Dave. Um, I've been similar to Luke. Really, I've been coming here for quite a number of years, and I've been involved in and around bird ringing, conservation issues for a long time. I'm actually an English teacher by profession, so so the, the involvement in uh, conservation is, uh, as Luke said, it's a passion. Really, it's not just an interest; it's a passion. So um, it's great to be involved. It's great to help, and it's fantastic to think you're making a contribution to a place like uh, like Gibraltar and the and the bird observatory. And also, I was sitting here one evening just watching the sun go down, having a glass of wine. I thought I've got the best view in Gibraltar for nine quid a night. So you can't get much better, can you? It's fantastic. <laughs> so there are perks to the job. Though. Absolute perks to the job. But uh, I'll keep coming back to Jib. Um, it does draw you back. You know, the birding, the bird ringing and the, uh, the migration of the raptors, fantastic. And of course, you've got the beautiful flora on the rock as well. It's magnificent, uh, interesting flora. And, um, you know, dragonflies and butterflies, just a wonderful place. And uh, people should get up here more. The, the, the residents of Gibraltar should get up here more and see what's going on. They're always welcome. 
they can always come up and see the birds and you know the volunteers here will show them the different species and they can see a bird in the hand so you know I'd encourage them to, to come along and have a look. Well, I'm, I'm Steve, I've uh, been coming here since the mid 90s, uh, it's a great place to come to, uh, meet some nice people and help, help Gons with, the, um, with their work they're doing in Gibraltar and contribute to the bigger picture of European boom moons and stuff. So It's good fun, we enjoy it. It's a sort of a working holiday. Uh, we, we work hard in the mornings because it's quite hard work up and down the slopes. In the afternoons we sit in the sun <laughs> and watch the birds of prey. In the evenings we, we live well. So. We've got some birds of prey coming through. Yeah, it's just been interrupted by a few uh, black kites and a sparrowhawk. See the black kites just appear? Oh yes. Got a nice sort of kite shaped tail, like a sort of triangle. So these are birds that come in often earlier in the morning, so some of the eagles need, uh, need the winds to be a bit, uh, a bit stronger and more thermals, because they, they aren't the sort of strongest flyers in the world, whereas the kites, will, uh, they can just fly on through no problem at all. You can see there's one here, there's two, three, four, five, they're all just coming up off the sea. So these will be going sort of right into central, even eastern Europe as well, they all kind of use the straits because it's the narrowest crossing for them. So how many volunteers do you usually get out in a, in a, a spring season? Jewsgate can accommodate uh, like a ringer in charge and five other people. Uh, usually they're all ringers, but other bird watchers come along as well and just enjoy the birds of prey. I've been here all of April this year. I usually just come for a week, but um, they asked me to help out a bit more this year. So I've been here from April the 1st and it's been fantastic. This one weighs 10.8 grams, so not too bad. Uh, all set for his journey off into into Spain somewhere or other. But the ring on it, we'll, we'll have a clue. Yeah. I might find it again. Yeah. Here you go. Come. So that was recorded in the spring of 2018. My thanks to Luke, Dave and Steve for speaking to me back then. Spring isn't the only time that volunteer bird ringers come to Gibraltar, though. They arrive in the autumn months, too, to track the migrating birds heading back down south. A few weeks ago, I went back to the Jewsgate Bird Observatory to find out how this year's autumn season was getting on. This time, I spoke to Jill Yeoman, a Gibraltar resident who's a member of GONS, the Gibraltar Ornithological and Natural History Society. Up here today, we've got our visiting bird ringers um, and myself, who I'm a trainee ringer, and we've been ringing the birds that have come through in the night, the small passerines, blackcaps, robins, etc., we started at the end of September, the last week of September, with a group that came out. Um, and then we've got another guy who's come for a month, who's staying here at the moment, Ian Lees. And then visiting ringers from UK mainly have sort of come in for a week here and a week there. So we, we just try to get cover for the whole of well, as much of autumn as we can. So I, I've been up here before in spring and I've seen the spring bird ringers. Um, is it a different crew to the ones who come out in spring that come out in autumn? Uh, that's a good question. Funnily enough, it does seem to be. The guys that come in the autumn are all about numbers. They like to catch lots of birds. And in the autumn, because we've had the breeding season, we've got lot more birds you've got all the young birds as well as the adult birds coming through so they're ho hoping to get sort of into the hundreds of black caps and hundreds of robins and hundreds of black red stars 
Um, so they do like their numbers. Whereas in the springtime, we get people that are more interested in individual species. And we tend to get not huge numbers, but we get quite interesting different birds through the spring. So yeah, you do tend to get different people coming at different times. And what is the purpose of the ringing programme? Okay. The purpose of the ringing programme um, is so that we can actually track birds who are migrating from the UK, from Belgium, from um, all over Europe really. Um, if they've been ringed in another place and then we catch them here, we call it a control and we take their data and numbers and then obviously it goes into a big, um, I think it's called... EU ring um, you report everything in and then it comes back to you as an email to tell you where that bird was first ringed or ri- ringed second or third time and where it's been um, so it's it's scientific study we also are taking their weights their um, their measurements so we can see how healthy birds are and um, just general data really that's in the future can be used it must be quite satisfying to know that a, a bird you have in your hand has been to such a you know long distance away. Yes, yes. We've um, recently we've had I think last week we had two, one from Belgium, one from Eastern Germany, um, and two from the UK. So we don't know where in the UK because that's something that we've got to wait for the data to come back through. But but yes, it makes you think. Wow these tiny little birds and of course a lot of these birds are then going on off to Africa as well so they're they're flying right over the Sahara Desert quite often the smallest tiniest ones are the ones that go the furthest which is incredible absolutely and of course where we are here geographically is the nearest point really to Africa we can see it really clearly today even as far as Tangier port Um, so presumably this is a really good spot for catching them because it's the shortest stretch across the water yes um, the birds do tend to get pushed here more on a um, westerly wind the bigger birds or an easterly wind tends to bring in our small birds Um, if we've got a levant over the rock then we can guarantee that we will have lots of birds here and I think what happens these small birds are migrating at night time they're coming for the shortest distance which actually I think is possibly Tarifa but the winds tend to push them this way so a westerly wind will push them this way so they're going across and then suddenly they hit our cloud and that when a bird hits a cloud it will automatically go straight down and so we we actually find that we get a lot more birds on an Levant cloud which hasn't been the last few days so yeah. our birders are desperate for more birds <laughs> so the rest of Gibraltar is rejoicing the fact that we haven't got <laughs> exactly, the cloud <laughs> but exactly. that's what you want and up here they're all having a moan <laughs> So how how much longer have you got left of your autumn season? Yeah, well, our autumn season will be finishing um, when our last ringer goes, which will be on the 3rd of November. So we need to obviously close down the nets and everything gets taken in and things a few days before then. So, yeah, so really the end of October will be our last. Other years, last year we had um, two guys from RSPB Hope Farm who were on a sabbatical and they actually stayed for the whole of November so we were catching red wings and um, really sort of real winter sort of winter birds here which was fantastic but this, this year it's um, sadly only October really 
So how does it work for volunteers? Um, Do you have to sign them up every year or do people come back every year on a regular basis? Some people um, in the ringing world who are in, or even bird watching world who are interested to come to Gibraltar will contact um, Gibraltar Ornithological and Natural History Society. Um, that email usually goes to Keith Ben Susan, our general secretary, and then he will pass, if it's, in, if it's people wanting to come and stay at Jewsgate, he will pass that on to me. Um, other years, um, we went to the bird fair this year, and I, I, we were sort of quite desperate for spring next spring, so we put up a big sign to sort of ask for any bird ringers that are coming. There's also a few forums and um, uh, Facebook pages um, that we can actually say that we're looking for ringers to come through. Um, then we just need to make sure they're ex- they're enough experienced enough to be ringing the birds that we would get through Gibraltar this time spring or autumn times of year uh, so yeah we, we need we need trainers and A-ringers to run the OBS and um, we do have to rely on all the guys from the UK to do that because in Gibraltar we've only got one A-ringer, Charlie Perez um, who obviously is working and myself as a trainee And but that's taken a very long time so yeah so we're, we're a bit desperate to keep the OBS going but we do find that there's always volunteers that want to come out and experience the most amazing place to stay, the best views that you can get anywhere in Gibraltar. So they do tend, obviously, once they've been once, we do manage to attract them quite often. They do return. They do return. So three, a female. Three male, 72, 16.1, wing of 74. And a new black cap from 16. 35. Thank you. Fat 4. Pet 2. Weight is 20.7. Okay, so they're all good, good weights when for migration to Africa. Nothing else. If somebody's interested in, in getting into bird ringing, you were saying it, it takes quite a long time to train. Yes, yeah. I mean, we're always very keen to show anybody that wants to come and look what we do up here. Um, it is it, it doesn't take a bit of dedication. You have to go through quite a lot of training, which is sort of practising extracting the birds from the mist nets and sort of get confident at that. Then you need to be able to identify your birds when they're in the hand. Um, and then understand about their molt and, and um, their ageing and things like that, which is all to do with their feathers. So, yeah, there's quite a lot of studying involved, um, so it is a little bit of a dedicated hobby. Most people have come to it from being bird watchers and interested in birds first, but not all. Some people have literally retired and thought, I need a hobby, and they've actually decided that they're interested in birds and nature and that's what they'd like to sort of study so yeah so if somebody's interested in getting involved what should they do contact us at gons yes please do so you can send an email to the Gibraltar ornithological natural history society i think it's www.gons.org and yes keith will pick it up and we'd only be too happy to um, introduce you to the world of birds 
My thanks to Jill and the rest of the volunteers at GONS for showing me the work that they do up at the Jewsgate Field Centre. On my most recent visit, I was even given the opportunity to release one of the birds they'd caught back into the wild. It was a tiny black cap and it was just a lovely experience to be able to do it. So I just want to hold it like I've got it, so that's it, between... And then just let it go onto your other hand. Oh, there we are. They're gone. <laughs> Thank you. If you'd like to find out more about the work that GONS does here in Gibraltar, not just with birds, but with all aspects of our natural environment, I'll include a link to their website in the show notes for this episode. Thanks very much for taking the time to download and listen to this episode and for taking an interest in Gibraltar's stories. If you enjoyed the podcast and could find the time to leave a review on your chosen podcast provider or share it on social media, I'd be very grateful as it'll help other people find the podcast more easily in future. You can listen back to any of the previous episodes on GibraltarStories.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and Spotify. And if you have a Gibraltar story that you'd like to share, please do get in touch with me through Facebook, Instagram or Twitter or through the Gibraltar Stories website. Gibraltar Stories is presented, produced and edited by me, Lindsay Weston. Until next time, goodbye for now and thank you very much for listening. (laughs) 